Welcome to Pops and Hisses, a music podcast where you hear from the artists you love. I'm your host, Kevin Coffey, and on this episode, I sat down with David Cook, singer-songwriter, and you may know him as winner of Season 7 of American Idol. Cook is ready to release a new six-song EP called The Looking Glass that he wrote and recorded over the last year. It's already got a few singles out, including songs like Red Turn Blue and Strange World, and Cook will release the EP on April 16th. He also has a virtual listening party coming the night before, live full band streaming shows on the way, and virtual meet and greets too. Tickets are still available to those events, and you can get more information from his website, davidcookofficial.com. I sat down with David to talk about the new EP, the therapy of writing new songs, a little bit about American Idol, and how excited he is to finally play some shows. Real quick, I want to remind you that you can listen to the Pops and Hisses podcast and find music news, reviews, and interviews at popsandhisses.com. But right now, it's time for David Cook. Let's get into it. Yeah, so things are ramping up for you right now, right? Yeah, we, it's uh, it's been a it's been a crazy last few weeks after like a year of of, of having all the time in the world. Now right? it's not enough again. Yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah, later this week is the EP. Then you've got mm-hmm. some live show. You got live shows. I know tour in the fall, which is a while away, but I'm sure it's coming up fast. So. Uh, yeah, the EP launch. Are you doing anything special other than the shows this weekend? Um, yeah, so we're going to do. Um, you know, we partnered partnered with Mandolin uh, to to do these shows, and and so we're doing like a uh, we're going to do like an EP listening party the night before it's released. Oh, um, right. I think there's still some tickets available for that, if I'm not mistaken. And cool. then um, uh, we'll do like a pre-show meet and greet uh, before the show on Sunday. And um, yeah, I, I'm just I'll be honest, man. Like I. Everything's been real insular this year, not just for me, but obviously for everybody. Um, and so to kind of get back out um, amongst like civilization, yeah, is, right, uh, really exciting. So, yeah, recently I went to just a get together at someone's house, is the most people I'd seen in one place at one time in a real yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, we. Um, it's it's I, I, like in our home, I've become like the designated like if we have to like go do anything like get gas right. groceries that's what i do i'm the yeah, girl yeah. um but even then it's like um just to like go out and see people it's like yes yeah <laughs> i get to go get gas for the car yeah <laughs> we're talking i'm yeah same thing i kind of go out of the house sometimes when my wife will go like i haven't left the house in five days <laughs> Dude, it's not it's it's um it's it, it's it's certainly been a challenge, but I think one of the things that's helped us is just kind of like embracing, you know, the silver linings in it. Right. Um, you know, this is the most time my wife and I have gotten to spend together ever. Yeah, uh, well, especially for music, I've heard from other people too. Like, well, you usually don't get that much family time hanging out with your wife or kids if you have them and stuff. And now it's like, well, actually, you got to be there for every birthday. In right? Yeah. Well, and like we've just we were talking about it the other day. Like, we've just found so many little like idiosyncrasies about each other that like you know like we've fallen in love with even more. You know what I mean? So, right. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it, that's been kind of the the aligning to this one little cloud. For sure. Um, yeah, and like you've got f- these live shows. These are the f- are these the first full band kind of live shows you've done in a long time? So we did the math. We were we rehearsed for a few days and then uh, 
um, we were doing math during that, and it had been 472 days since we had played a full band show. Wow. Um, which is crazy, because our last show I, was uh, it was December 19th of 2019, and then we were kind of ramping mm. up to get into the spring when all this stuff hit. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's been... It's been a lot of work, I think, getting everything ramped back up, but it's also been, I mean, really exciting and fun just to kind of be around the band again and and play these songs uh, in a way that, you know, they were kind of intended to be played. Right. Um, with all the the little bells and whistles, so um, it's been uh, it's been fun. Did this last year mess up your plans and stuff because you had started releasing songs? Some of the songs are on the EP, like January of last year, right? Um. So we. I I don't think anything from January last year. So all these songs are were written starting like when the pandemic hit. Like okay. okay. Um, I'm trying to cut it. It feels like so long ago. I'm trying to think of what we released. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, we had dates um, in like April and May. I think in March too. That just yeah. gone and gone. rescheduled and pushed back and. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's certainly. It, I mean, it definitely brought the industry to a halt, and I'm I'm anxious to see what it becomes on the other side. You know, I, I get I've, I've managed to be able to talk to fans over like you know Zoom meeting, right? Yeah, and I get the question quite a bit, like, "What are meet and greets going to look like?" And yeah, that's something I, I didn't even think about, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know. I it, they're they have to be different, right? But yeah. I, I don't know, like you know, the devil's in the details and that kind of stuff. And I, I obviously like, I want, I want to be able to go out and play shows with people in a room just because I feel like that's, that's kind of the romantic cornerstone of what I do. Right. Um, but, um, you know, how do you do that and make it safe? You know, and hopefully like the vaccine becomes, uh, more embraced than it is. Right. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. Because obviously, like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be the catalyst for somebody getting sick. Or oh, dying. absolutely. Well, yeah. and talking about meet and greets, I mean, you almost don't even know how you can handle those until a couple weeks before, maybe. Like, even the, if everything changes I, so much, yeah. like, who knows? It's such a, it's going to be such a unique challenge, and somebody's going to figure out a way to make it work. I mean, that's that's been the music industry forever. Somebody's going to figure out some nuanced, original way to make it work where everybody's happy and mm-hmm. that'll be the new standard. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't figured that out yet. I wish I had. <laughs> yeah. There's gotta be some money in that, right? Oh yeah. Right. Can we figure this out? <laughs> We'd be the Let's stop recording. People. Let's just <laughs> snowball this whole thing. <laughs> be the richest people in the music industry. If you could figure that one out. <laughs> I love it. Jay-Z would be calling. Like, how do we get all these people? I'm telling you, I need some of that Jay-Z money. We yeah, all right? Oh man, yeah. Well, I'm, what's been cool is seeing like uh, just looking at your Twitter and stuff. You've got a lot of fans that are excited, excited to yeah. see the new music. So uh, excited that you'll be touring eventually. Um, has that been good to see? Like they're there, they're waiting for me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think um, I, I kind of foresee this initial push when things open back up and shows come back. I, I do think there'll be a little bit of a of an additional drive to go to shows. I, I hope 
um, just because it's we've been deprived of it for so long. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and hopefully that that wave can kind of crest out for a long time. But um, yeah, I, I've been really humbled by the excitement, not just for you know shows, but for this new music. You know, because um, it's been a particular challenge getting this new music recorded and and, and ready to put out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and all its peripheral stuff, like, you know, all right, instead of just packing guitars and cables and pedals and microphones and all that to go to a studio, now I also have to pack hand sanitizer and masks and, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, but once you, you know, once you get in there, it's, it's fine. But um, those little extra challenges, I think, added um, not, not desperation, not that, that's not the word. But maybe just a little bit of extra, like, got to get this right, you know, and, right. and um, that little extra, like, uh, urgency, urgency is the word there you go. Uh, on this on this EP that uh, I don't know that it would have had otherwise. And so to see the response that we've gotten from the singles so far um, and the excitement for uh, these shows coming up and for the EP, um, you know, it, it kind of... It, it, it does make you feel like those extra steps that you had to take earlier in the year feel um, a little bit more worth it. Yeah, for sure. So take me back to last spring. You said you started writing some of these songs. Were Was that the intended sort of uh, schedule, so to speak? Like, I want to start working on a new EP or were you just like, well, I'm at home and I got nothing else to do? Honestly, it, 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 it was born out of, um, well, no shows. <laughs> Uh, I've got a studio downstairs. Yep. Might as well use it. Um, and um, yeah, so then it was just a matter of, okay, trying to figure out a new creative system for myself. Like, you know, historically, a lot of my inspiration has come from being on the road or being out in social situations and those. So what now? Um, and uh, and so I, I feel like this EP as a result kind of has a little bit more focus. Mm-hmm. excuse me um and a little bit more of like a constant through line um where you know a song like reds turn blue which was kind of it was an exercise that started i think before the pandemic hit um uh you know I, i've kind of battled an anxiety disorder for about the past decade well, knowing for the last decade i'm sure i've had longer but um you know, I, I took on the section was like trying to make my anxiety the other. And that's where reds turn blue kind of stemmed from. Yeah. Was, yeah. Um, um, wanting to kind of almost disassociate my anxiety as this completely separate entity from myself. And, um, uh, and so then it was like, you know, then the pandemic hits and I have that song and it's like, all right, I, you know, I should do something, you know, let's build around it and see what we can come up with. And, that's where like songs like strange world come from is, is like realizing like how different things are mm-hmm. outside. And you see that just by looking at it and you also see it on the news, like um, just how crazy the world's been this last year and how different it is now than it was a year ago. Um, you know, and songs like, uh, like make a move, which is about like, you know, I was sitting at home and just like, man, I'm, I'm getting ready to at the time. I'm getting ready to like, you know, 38 is like on the horizon. Oh my God. Like 20 years since I graduated high school. That's yeah. nuts. Uh, and then thinking back, like, 
being a kid in the Kansas City area and like wanting so desperately to like experience the world outside of that metro area. Um, and then I left. I went to I moved to Tulsa after college, and then Idle, and I'm living in LA, and then LA to Nashville, and and this whole time it's just like I I kind of realized like I've been chasing this vibe that I left behind in Kansas City. Um, and so I think all of those things and all of the, the inspiration for those songs, I don't know that they come out of a different scenario. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of went off on a tangent there and I'm not really sure if I answered your question. <laughs> no, it's really great. We were, I was just asking, I think about, you know, how you start writing these songs, but yeah, to your point, there's just a lot of not being a songwriter sitting there at home and like, yeah, I, I don't know. I felt like I was able to observe the world differently, so to speak. Like things are yeah. happening. You mentioned w- watching the news, but it's like I felt like I was I, almost watching a movie of the world. If that makes sense, like yeah. not participating in it very much. Like I've been working, I've been working remotely for more than a year now, and it's just like all of a sudden you're just at home, and there's all this stuff happening. But I feel like I'm not a part of it at all. So yeah, yeah, and then and then. I don't know if you felt this at all, but there was a point when I felt like, all right, you know, home used to be this like reprieve from work. Right. And now it's like, it's there. And, you know, and, and I, I, I battled like, I battled a little bit of guilt like partway through. Cause it was like, you know, if I'm not inspired I'm, I, to write, like, what do I, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. And like we, we, we started binge watching like, Shows we'd watch multiple times before, like The Office and Brooklyn Nine Nine and all this stuff. Yeah, and, and we watch everything again. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Uh, I mean, Netflix could have tripled their price this last year, and we would have gladly paid for it. it. <laughs> Take it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't do that, by the way, Netflix. Uh, but man, just I'd sit on the couch once and start to feel guilty. Like, I, there works right downstairs. There's no reason why I shouldn't be down there doing something, but. Um, yeah, I had to I had to fight that a lot, but you know I, I'm I'm sure I'll find things to complain about when things open back up too. I wish I was back at home. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, goodness, grass is always greener. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I got that vibe a lot in Strange World for sure because that's just kind of about sitting and watching everything. Um, I really like Red Turns Blue about anxiety because having dealt with that a little myself and my family and stuff, it's very, yeah. Like I like the way you kind of, like you said, you made it an other, like it's something else. Like this isn't me. <laughs> this is like this thing that bought, like that's almost like a villain that's bothering you. Um, but, and one thing I want to know about that was did writing that song help? Did, does performing that song or playing it with uh, your band? Um, and therapeutic. It does. I think it, it, it's there's elements of that song that kind of harken back to um, like my old bands and stuff. Like it feels a little more, um, uh, particularly the bridge. I love playing the bridge on that song, but uh, uh, a little more angsty maybe. Um, and so I love being able to tune into that. And so just playing it can be a little bit of a release. Um, what little I've gotten to really play it that way this, right. this last year. Um you know, but I, I got to give credit where it's due. I actually, I sort of, I'll, I'm going to say borrowed, but in truth, I stole uh, the idea, like the concept of that song from, uh, there's an old, uh, I don't remember what, the, the, it's like a live interview series, uh, live at the 92nd Street Y. Um, Bill Hader did an interview there. 
and he talked about his anxiety while he was on SNL and how he would almost, he would treat it that way. Like he'd be like, all right, I got to go out and do this scene. Like glad you're here, but just wait here and I got to deal with this and I'll come back. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, he said it much funnier than, than, than I would ever attempt. But um, yeah, I, I, I kind of, I was watching that just on YouTube and I kept on, I was like, man, that's a cool concept. I wonder if, if I could wrap my head around that, you know, and if it would help. And, and in truth, like, I've, I've, I constantly forget this idea and I always come back to it. Um, it is so therapeutic to just kind of purge that shit onto a page yeah, uh, and, and externalize it that way. You know, I, I'm, I am the worst at like just holding on to stuff, particularly like with my job. Cause it's not always, uh, the right thing to do or in your best interest professionally to, to just emote in the moment. Um, and so you end up, you, you do kind of hold on to stuff and it just becomes this kind of ball in your stomach, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's, I, it, it's, it's frustrating to me that I always forget this, but songwriting is such a great, um, and inexpensive therapist. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And we do, I mean, similar, not writing songs, but my wife and I will just be like, let's just sit here and talk about this. Cause it's better to just have it out open in the world. Like as soon as it's sometimes some of the things would be like, as soon as I say it, it doesn't sound that bad. Truly, <laughs> it's yeah. going through my head. It's the worst thing that could possibly. Happen. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. It's, it's that sense of like just outright dread. Like my world is going to fall apart once this is out there. <laughs> and then it's just, you know, and I, I think some semblance of it, there's got to, you know, and this is going to sound bad. And I, and I just attribute it to my experience. There's got to be some ego involved in it. Like, you know, like everybody's watching and everybody cares. Yeah. Nobody's watching. Nobody cares. You know <laughs> what I mean? And it's just, you know, like I constantly get stuck in that, that just disaster loop of like, Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to trip on stage and everybody's going to talk about it. It's going to be so embarrassing. Nobody gives a damn. Nobody cares. Probably <laughs> it happens all the time. Probably a good thing to tell yourself whatever level of fame you have. Honestly, <laughs> man, nobody's nobody is looking at anybody. We are all completely just absorbed in our little bubble. I'm right. Yeah. Um, and just saying that is a little freeing. Like, oh, I was looking at myself and be like, "Oh man, I'm why am I, why did I wear this shirt? I look stupid." I mean, something dumb like that. You know what I mean? And I'm like, no one gives a shit about what shirt I'm wearing. Like, nobody, nobody, no yeah. at all. Doesn't matter. You know, it, it, it's it's um, it's 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 the fun little irony of the human condition, I suppose. It's just right? we all think everybody's looking at us. But we're not looking at anybody. No, yeah. <laughs> like, did you notice it with anybody that was walking around <laughs> wearing or what they were doing? Like, probably not. And if you did, like, you yeah. don't know that person, so who cares? No. I, I get, I, we, you know, we have like the, the husband and wife talks all the time, and she'll be talking about somebody. Like, oh, is the person in the so and so shirt or whatever? I'm like, uh, oh, I yeah. yeah. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing, like, if it is somebody who knows you, they would be so forgiving because they actually know who you are and they're not going right. to. Yeah. It's, it's that phrase, um, uh, those those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Every time. <laughs> this has been very therapeutic. Just good. Like, <laughs> Me too. I feel good. 
one good. of my favorite things um because when i i left my old gig and moved to my new one it, there, i kind of launched this new site and podcast soon but you know there's that tra- transition of moving from an old thing to a new thing sure. and i realized how much i missed like talking to people and talking about music and doing all this stuff and so this has just been such a great thing for me right now is getting on here and uh i mean normally do a lot of phone interviews you know sure. and to do the podcast we've been doing them over zoom and it's so awesome to actually see people yeah <laughs> i feel like i'm actually having a conversation rather than make like, all the difference yeah like, yeah just having like context gets lost so much over phone and text like you know i would do so, this all the time if i could yeah, so these have been great, and everybody. Uh, I don't even use the video. I just like having the video so I can see people. We just use the recorded podcast. Perfect. Yeah, um, it does have- But yeah, mm-hmm. it's just been really nice to do these sorts of things and talk to talk to people about stuff. But um, man, I even I lost my train of thought. We were talking about music at one point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, the EP is coming out this week. You got some mm-hmm. stuff coming up, and then touring, which is. That's not till what September or October for you? Yeah, so we have yeah. got these we've got these mandolin shows, um, but our first like go out on the road play shows mm-hmm. uh, are September. We're doing like a run around the Northeast, um, and then uh, October, Chris Allen and I are supposed to go to Europe uh, and play some acoustic. Oh, very shows. cool. Um, we we had been circling the the wagons on that idea for years and chris and i would text each other about it like man we should totally do this we yeah. have this new agent um oh okay that's cool yeah. that makes it <laughs> he loves it he's making you know commission off both of us so great yeah um, right. <laughs> but it just yeah we could never really it was always like peripheral conversation and then you know of course like we finally get serious about it our agent books a run we lock it in. Uh, Chris and I went out and and filmed this like stupid promo video at a roller rink. <laughs> I was like, it just would be goofy and stupid, you know. Right. And uh, did all that, and then everything just shut down. Uh, <laughs> and so we've rescheduled it, you know, because I I can't speak for Chris here, but I'm like super stubborn. I hate canceling shows. I'd rather reschedule it twenty times if we have yeah, to. Yeah, right. Um, but we never awesome. quite got it. We never quite got it through our head. Like this is going to take a while, so we should schedule way out. Um, so we're hopeful uh, and optimistic that this time it'll stick. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah we're going to go over there, and I think we're playing playing London and Manchester and Helsinki, um, Copenhagen, um, and other places that I can't think of off the top of Dublin right. and Glasgow. God, that'll um, be so much fun. I'm so be excited the TV, about right? doing like acoustic stuff. Yeah, so we haven't quite figured out the format right. yet. Of, you know, I, we talked over the phone about like, you know, each of us doing our separate sets and who plays first and plays second, whatever. And, um, but yeah, it's all just, you know, it's all still kind of up in the air until we figure out what we want to do. But sure. um, I'm just excited to get out there and play some public shows. You know, I, I've, I've been out there to write. Um, and then we went out there and did a full band run, um, on air force, like us air force bases. Oh, right on uh, a few years back. Uh, that was a blast. Um, but we didn't get to play any public shows. Um, so this will be like the first time I can't, I don't, I don't, I think it's the same for Chris where we, it's, it's the first time we both got to go out there and play 
like public shows. I might be wrong about Chris, but for me, for sure, first time. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm stoked. I I, I gotta get I gotta get back out there uh, to like Germany and Belgium so I can have uh, some schnitzel with you. <laughs> yeah, the big part of it is the food. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I am very excited for that. Yeah. Uh, we are, uh, the, the sister-in-law is in Italy, uh, her husband's stationed over there. And so, okay. man, the We're food, Italy, you know? uh, they're at Aviano, which is kind of in Northern Italy near Venice. Okay. We played, 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 there before. We played Siganella. Yeah. But like they're, I mean, they're a train ride from everywhere and yeah. the food photos, the constant, Hey, we were, we went and got this today. I'm like, oh, I'm so jealous. Oh God. Yeah. I had Burger King again. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Not like I mean, hey, I will say Omaha, Nebraska, surprisingly great for food, but like Dude. authentic Italian pizza is not like you know. Just well, like, you know, it's like it's it's like here. There's 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 uh, there's good sushi in Nashville, right? But it's sushi in Nashville. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the best uh, we can do. Yeah. Good lord. Landlocked. Well, yeah. Um, hopefully, you can make it out to Omaha sometime. You have a fan base here that's. Just loves you, man. Uh, honestly, Omaha is such a it's such an important spot for me in the U.S. Like, oh well, yeah, I mean, like you live, you grew up. I mean, a stone's throw, you know, like yeah. down in Kansas City. And then I know you auditioned here uh, for Idol, so yeah. And, always and kept a fan base here that's always so excited when you come to town. And I'm a huge baseball fan, and the Royals oh, Philly right. is in Omaha, and yep. Um, yeah, I went up there and caught a couple College World Series games back in the day. Like it's Omaha, I guess, in history. You know? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, no, I, I do. I've always kind of enjoyed my time there, and um, I'm, I'm hopeful as things continue to open back up and it, and it gets safer and safer and safer. Right. Um, that we'll, we'll, you know, hopefully later this year, if not early in 2022, get out and really start. Yeah. Everywhere. Kind of widen the net, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got new songs to play, you know. I yeah, to gotta get out there. That's right. Um, yeah, and then well, one thing I wondered about Idol is, you know, being an, an alum, mm-hmm. and I know you performed on it a ton of times and stuff. Like, do you do you tune into it? Do you ever do you pay attention much? I mean, and I totally understand if you don't. Like, if there's been 20 seasons. I mean, like you can't be <laughs> American so, Idol. Every night. <laughs> I I have a I have a, a formula that seems to work for me. I don't really tune in early. Right. Um, and there's two reasons for that. One, um, it's just too much for me to really absorb. Um, those first few weeks, there's like six episodes a week. Too. Yeah. And there's just a, a lot, lot of going on and, and I don't really know who to like invest in or, or, or root <laughs> for. Um, and then invariably early on anybody that I, and this, uh, this happens 100% of the time. If somebody, in a, if I'm doing an interview and somebody says, who do you like this season? And I name them, they're gone the next They're week. gone. <laughs> 100% of the time. I am I am the kiss of death to anybody on that show. Um, now that they're starting to get into like top twelve, I'll start to like lean into it a little more, try yeah. to pay more attention. Um, I did catch um, who's the young girl that did Soundgarden. I was going to ask you because I know you're a uh, Soundgarden fan. Now I can't remember her name, but did the Chris Cornell tribute thing? It was cool. Yeah, she nailed it. I'm I, I'm so embarrassed. I'm blanking on her name, but. Uh, 
Uh, I'm not going to pick her to win because, again, <laughs> this is death. But you sure did but like that performance. I, I liked that performance, and I think she's got a, she's got a shot. Yeah, um, sure. But I, it, it's um, – yeah, you know, I think I think at this point during our season, I don't know that a whole lot of people were really looking at me. Um, so who knows? I, you know, yeah. I, it's just going to be somebody's going to start to really separate themselves here in the next uh, few rounds, and and uh, that'll be that's that's the exciting stuff to watch, at least mm-hmm. for me. Like you know, the early round auditions are the early round auditions, and you can kind of start to figure out all right, that person's voice is cool, that person's right, voice is right. cool. But there's got to be an arc to it. You know, I think the people that go on there and they're already really polished and, and, and then sort of live there. Um, it's really cool to see the people develop. Like you see somebody yeah, exactly, that's yeah. good, but they're really raw. And just, I mean, God, did you like, see me in my audition? Come on. <laughs> like, eesh. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, you want to see the um, – the evolution from beginning to end and, and uh that those seem to be the ones that tend to do well if not win so. yeah right yeah well it's always exciting to watch um yeah man well that's most of the stuff i wanted to talk about i just i was excited to get to talk to you because and as i have in the past um just you and i are just about the same age we grew up a couple hours away from each other I uh, grew up into a lot of the same music and stuff. So I always appreciate listening to your new stuff and no, dude, thank you. being able to talk it's, to you when I can. It's uh, I, I, I was very much looking forward to this. I'm glad we got to talk and, and hopefully it doesn't take quite so long. Again. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully everything goes well the next couple of weeks and you can get out on the road and everyone can be in a crowd and not wear a mask and feel like old times. Fingers are- crossed, my right? friend. Fingers crossed. Pass it up, everybody. Out there. <laughs> yeah, masks, vaccines. Let's 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 yeah. get this right so we can all go back to work and have fun. So. Right. That's the thing I keep telling people is like, hey, the longer you don't do this, the longer we don't have concerts. Blame <laughs> you. I I've never been more jealous than I was. I saw the video a couple weeks ago of like a an outdoor concert. Oh, yeah. Thing. Yeah. And everyone big festival party it. show. It was so cool. And I'm like, man. <laughs> Right. We'll get there. One way or the other. We'll get there. So look forward to it. Right on. Well, thanks for your time this afternoon, man. It's great to see you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Likewise, man. Stay safe. Yeah, you too. Have a good one. Cool. Thanks for listening to my talk with David Cook here on Pops and Hisses. Remember to check out his site, DavidCookOfficial.com, for information on upcoming streaming concerts and virtual meet and greets and all kinds of other stuff. Please subscribe to the Pops and Hisses podcast on your favorite podcast app or head to popsandhisses.com where you can listen to the podcast find more music news, reviews, interviews, and of course, podcast episodes. I'm your host, Kevin Coffey, and you can follow me on Twitter as at Omaha Music Guy, or find my page on Facebook just by searching for Kevin Coffey, C-O-F-F-E-Y. Thanks to Herdat Media for producing the show, and I encourage you to check out Herdat's network of awesome podcasts like Pat and JT, Hollywood Raw, Hale Varsity Radio, or Meathead Test Kitchen. Find them all and lots more at herdatmedia.com slash network. That's H-U-R-R-D-A-T media.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. A Herdat Media Production.